Oh. All righty, we are back for another exciting edition of Cloverleaf, Leaf Radio. I'm the host with the most, the king of the quarantine, Jimmy Falcon. By golly, do we have a, a man here today. It's an absolute honor to welcome actor, stuntman, and seems like an all-around good guy from the talks we've had. Ed Gale, how's it going, Ed? Doing good. I hope you're... Uh, I hope you're uh, navigating our, our crazy world uh, as mu- as good as you can right now. It's it's been hard on everybody. Um, I never leave the house. I have the benefit of being retired. Okay, well that's good. And um, I think it, I left the house five times in the last year. Oh wow. So you were you you were uh, doing your own kind of social distancing before it became the normal. Yeah right. Yeah, oh. I have terminal lung disease. Oh, I'm sorry about so, uh, that. That's okay. Something I developed after I retired. So I had oh, one wow. good year of retirement. Oh gosh. And and I had a um, near fatal seizure. Oh gosh. Twenty ten. And then in 2014, I began having lung collapses. Oh, gosh. Why? Well, I, uh, I, uh, everybody's no, on me, you know? Yeah, I, I understand. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's not good in the world, but really, if uh, you have uh, underlying health issues and stuff, I understand. But uh, let's get started with some good stuff. Of course, um, well, I live in Illinois, which isn't very far from where you grew up and were from, Michigan. Uh, I've only been there once, but I really enjoyed it. What prompted you to leave your small town of Plainwell and go all the way to the big California to become, as you said, a steady but not a steady working actor, but not a star? Have you been to a small town in Michigan? I, I have been to Detroit, but I myself live uh, in a town of 500 people in Illinois, so I get the small town vibe. Okay, there you go. Now you know why I'm leaving. Why I left, I mean. I needed a big town, a big city. I needed Hollywood. You can't become an actor in a little town in Michigan or... Right. You know. Well, of course, uh, your first uh, role was a now iconic character, uh, but it was kind of, I guess, beginning new there. So, I mean, I guess it was the books and stuff, but Howard the Duck, and you were surprised to be originally told you were too tall to perform Howard. Um, what made you win them over, and what was the experience like being a fresh actor? Oh, um... Hey, well, answer your first question... They contacted me, and um, your second question. You can only ask one question at a time. Um, I get confused. I'm sorry. Uh, these were just how I sent them to you, sir. I will try to uh, to change it up. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah, I lost you. Uh, you I want Howard the Duck. What was your <laughs> We were yeah, on I got that, but being the character. Well, what was it like? Yeah, being being uh, getting to jump in such a uh, feature length film, being that this was your first experience uh, as an actor. Every everyone I talk to, they say that I just got lucky, 
Oh, and wow. of course I did. Everybody does. Right. Talent doesn't get you anywhere until you've proven yourself. And so what a, be- what a better way to start out than in a costume, you know, in a film where I have the power of the, you know, cut and start again. You don't get that with live theater or live television, you know. Okay. So I was broke in, you know, the, the, the much easier way. And, you know, we had rehearsal and shooting it and shooting it again. It was a 10-week contract. We shot for 10 months. So. Wow. That'll put you over budget. Yeah, I would say so, especially back in the day when they didn't have the the uh, ability to make it all on a computer. You actually had to get out and do the footwork yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, I, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I learned from that and took that knowledge that I got from Leah Thompson, who taught me so much. Wow. And Jeff Jones taught me the most. And, you know, the director is... Yeah, she is such uh, a fantastic actress. I'm sure she was great to be able to be next to when you were so fresh in the industry. Oh, yeah, and every time I see her, she looks the same age. She does not age, you're right. She looks beautiful. She has two girls in college. Oh, wow. And I I think one is directing... Um. Yeah, so that's my girl. She's always had my back, and that's awesome. Always things, and then I took off on my own, and as they say, the rest is history. Well, I uh, I bring up my third my third question. I bring up professional wrestling. That was how I guess I fit into the question. Uh, TV TV stuntmen, professional wrestlers, and football players have to be two uh, three of the toughest jobs someone can have on the body. Uh, being that you have been ran over, your whole body set on fire, thrown through a moving car, etc. What was the most dangerous or most painful? Um, most dangerous are the ones that I've turned down. <laughs> in the little mini airplane and all with the duck. I refused. I, they, they put me in that plane and they said they were going to do a, a loop-de-loop. And I said, yeah. Okay. <laughs> nope. No. 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 And so they, they hired stunt doubles for that. The other stuff on the ground where it's harder for them to find a stunt double to match, you know, exact height and weight and body shape and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be tough to do it myself, but the directors and the producers didn't like it, but they didn't have much of a choice either. And, um, you know, I, I just wanted to go for it because I was taught early that every film could be your last. So do everything you can in that film, you know, to make you mark. So, so oh, I did, you know, I was yeah, able sure. to do the the eighteen wheeler and the um body burns later on in child's play. And 
And of course. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, of course, since you brought up, uh, you know, we, we, we've kind of got into Chuck there. I was wanting to ask, of course, portraying Chuck, he has a stunt double in three films, Child's Play, Child's Play 2, and Bride of Chucky. Uh, being the only person not voicing, puppeteering, or appearing in human form to play this iconic character. Now, looking back, do you have a particular story from any of those films that stands out in your mind? Um, other than the fact I played Chucky, I wasn't his stunt double. It was okay. Well, I misread it. I'm sorry. I was uh, listing me as stunt double was the producer's okay. way of discrediting me and paying less, you know, residuals, which didn't work. <laughs> they ended up paying a fine and paying me my residuals. Wow. Yeah. I, people I, get Sorry, a lot in this, and that's another one of the reasons I just walked away. I didn't have any formal introduction when I when I got into the business. You know, fanfare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they didn't say Ed Gale is here, and um, so I I wanted no fanfare getting out. I just I just walked away, no announcement, <clears throat> and um, it was like the last day of work was like my first. They were just as surprised that I had an agent. They mm. were just as surprised that I would even get paid residuals. So I said, I've been in the business 24 years and you think I don't know any of this shit? But, um, you know, I walked away. And I've had a, other than that, I, I've had an unhealthy retirement. So I do believe in voodoo dolls. But, um, uh, I've had a wonderful retirement at the same time, and I had a wonderful career, and a and a horrible career, a horrible career filled with wonderful experiences. I can relate to that, <clears throat> and I think I'm only 31, but I'm six foot four. I weigh close to 300 pounds. My knees are already giving out on me. I feel like it doesn't matter if you're too, you know too big too small and you just need to be in the middle somewhere to, to have a long life and being in pro wrestling uh really messed up my knees and stuff i mean you, you put your body through more than it's supposed to go through you doing the stunt double stuff and i'm sure it was a lot harder on you than if you had just had a mundane nine to five normal job um in some cases yes some cases no because even in a in a regular job in a regular life you know, maybe a wife and two kids. Um, it, it would it's it would exert twice the twice the energy to walk half the distance of you. This is true. That you made a fantastic point. It, it's just, and there are over two hundred types of uh, dwarfism, and oh, I wow. don't take your podcast in that direction. No, you're fine. Uh, the point I was—I didn't mean to, to to upset you or anything. The point I was getting to was, uh, you know, I had a, a a real quick entrance into pro wrestling. I did it three years, and I got out just as quick. And no one ever thought I should have been there. I still hear people tell me I shouldn't have been there, and I don't give a shit. All right, yeah, it, it's, and you shouldn't be standing in front of me right now. Bye, bye. You know. But, um, that's, we, uh, uh, that's what, 
You didn't belong there. You don't belong in front of me right now. Good fight. That's what you tell them. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. We're all humans, no matter what we look like. But uh, I'd love to get to my last question because we're almost out of time. I appreciate you so very much for joining me, Ed. I'm sure you're busy. I'm sure everyone emails you for interviews. I thank you for giving me the time. I finally remember your uh, unmasked work from a couple of things. Of course, it's still popular. My name is Earl, and uh, oh, brother, where art thou? And even though we, you kind of said you preferred the masked stuff more, um, was there any unmasked parts, I guess, that stood out um, out of those roles? The Baywatch. Definitely. Um, it was a favorite of mine because, you know, the, the cast was wonderful. The part was wonderful. Wow. Had a lot of poignant meaning. Um, but I say I like math better because it just gives you such a challenge. I mean, I've played many, many, many characters. Mm -hmm. I mean, to play a, a bank robber, it's, there's a lot of rules. Right. You know, you've got a, a lot of gun or a knife, and you got to hand over the note, and you got to take the money and run. <laughs> Do the job um, and get out. Right? And, but what are the rules to playing a duck? You know, what are the, well, there are rules, actually, because he was a comic book character, mm -hmm. and I never knew that until we started shooting. But, um, a lot of these mythical characters, you know, there, there's no rules to playing a ventriloquist dummy who's possessed by evil. Hmm. And playing a killer doll. Right. And twice. Technically. Twice. <laughs> yep. Ducky and... Well, actually, I, told, I, I used to laugh that I want to meet... Um, oh, crap. I just dropped her name. She's a uh, homeless... Her life on the D-list. She said she has the... Uh, her career is, is a D-list actress. I just wow. got her name. I'll get it back. And then... Uh, uh, Kathy Griffin. Yes, okay. And, um, you know, her life was on the D-list. And I said... I will say to her, um, I played a duck, a dink, a dwarf, a doll... A dummy. I can keep going, but <laughs> that's great. Oh my gosh! My in the D list. Yeah, I mean, if 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 Kathy Griffin's a D list celebrity, I must be in disease somewhere because she's pretty well known. You know, I'm like, what the what the hell? <laughs> Don't worry about censoring yourself. I put that out the I put that out the long time ago. Right. Um, but um. Well, I'd love to come back if we're getting short on time. Well, I didn't want to so take we'll too much of your time. I still have uh, 15 minutes till my show, so I'd love. I don't want to, ask, you know, necessarily ask anything else. But uh, any any more comments or anything? I, I tell you so much how how much I've enjoyed so much of your career. I mean, I honestly just bought Howard the Duck like a month ago. I haven't watched it yet, so everyone tells me I'm crazy for not watching it. Uh, but of course, the Chucky oh. films and No oh Brother Where Art Thou, The Leprechaun, and just all the all a lot of the roles. Um, and I can't always say that for people I've interviewed, but a lot of the roles you've played, I've literally enjoyed most of them. Oh, good! I did not what play Leprechaun. Okay. I just did. I just did the full body burden. Okay. Well, I mean, I know it wasn't okay. like a, like the actor thing, but 
IMDB mixes up so many stuff. They've literally put. I've asked, I asked a guy about being on Johnny Carson, and he wasn't even born when Carson was on. Right. It's, I know. I get a lot of those. You know, they loved. You know my the, the old fashioned movies that I did, or the old timey movies. And I'm like, what year were you for? <laughs> Old timey, like night what 1985 or something. And and when you ask them what year you were born, they say 2002, 2001, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, I was born in '88, so it's getting to that point now where I can say 30 years, and where people are starting to think I'm 40 and stuff. That's not cool. <laughs> oh no, I'm 57. I can tell you about. That's what people ask me, how much, why I know so much about the history of the kids. And I'll tell oh them, I lived God. it. Yeah, that, I mean, that would have to get annoying. I mean, I, I could tell if I saw you in person, you were an adult. I mean, just because of your stature doesn't <laughs> mean... <laughs> but, but the kids ask me, you know, oh, okay. what is my, you know, what, what is my, my husband always asks, he's 14 years younger than me. And he always asked me, what would Jesus like? Be cool? <laughs> I asked my mom stuff like that. I'm like, didn't you go to school with Moses? Right? Well, I, would, I would just say Jesus is cool, but he, he had a thing for sandals. Oh, gosh. <laughs> hey, sandals. Sandals are cool, though. I mean, I'm not a flip-flop kind of guy because I live in the country. I always have boots on. But if I'm going to the pool, I'll, I'll rock a pair of sandals or flip-flops. Go to the beach. Oh yeah, Birkenstocks are really comfortable. Look those up. <laughs> well, I uh, I don't want to take too much of your time, Ed. I'm just I'm I'm really happy that you gave me the time. Like I said, I'm sure everyone and their mother wants to interview you and ask you questions, and you probably just can't reply to everyone. So, uh, thank you. I so have much. a list of them that want to. Um, you to do their podcast and the only thing I say you know under my breath is you're all going to ask the same questions right. because I'm done with it okay. so you can't think what's coming up next uh, Lennon oh my gosh well now that my dog's barking I feel like the professionalism of this interview just went straight south I have nine dogs Ed I have nine dogs I feel like I have to tell my, my guests that because I think it's insane Wow, so you're not the old cat lady, you're the old puppy dude. <laughs> yeah, well, we got cats too. We got a 40-acre farm. We got cat. We got strays. We we took in. We've had hor- or, uh, we've had pigs. We've had sheep. We've had. I had a buzzard that someone hit by a car, and I took him home, and he flew away the next day. So at least I saved him. We have all sorts of crazy stuff here. It's not like California. <laughs> uh, write 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 that script. I should. You I. Like- Yes, I could. The 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 buzzard the buzzard keeper. Alrighty, well Ed, I will I will let you go, sir. Thank you so very much. I really appreciate you giving me even extra time that I uh, that we'd agreed upon. I hope I didn't go over any any. Uh, hope I didn't ruffle any feathers. I really appreciate it. I uh, uh, <laughs> no. You don't right. get a call from a lawyer. You say. Um, God, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> hello? 
12 years in radio, I've never gotten a call from a lawyer. <laughs> You're missing out. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I will keep in touch with you. I'll keep, if you post something, I'll try to like it. I Thanks for liking the stuff and, uh, and actually caring about the promotion, because some people don't. Definitely, and um, if you yourself need any autographed pictures that you want to, you know, give away for... I do, actually, at conventions, I give away autographs. I have a, a whole thing uh, that of alumni have sent me, uh, so absolutely, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I don't do conventions, but um, I admire those who do it. I just take a lot of stamina to travel that far anymore. Yeah, you're probably better not doing them, honestly. Not not anymore. I, I tried a couple of them, but, you know. If only the people knew, I bet they would get ripped off. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they get what they want. Everybody gets what they want, so it's really not a rip-off, you know? This is true. I just, I love the fact that, I mean, living in such a small area, I can still meet people that are, uh, that are decently famous. But, um... I'm going to get ready for my next show. I feel like I'm just keeping you. I, uh, I I got a show in nine minutes, and you've given me so much time, Ed. Oh, I appreciate it, Ian. Yes, thank you so much. Have a great night, and uh, keep in touch. Sure will. Now, I got Facebook will Absolutely. drop a note now and next day. Yeah, that works. And you're in... Uh, what state are you in? Illinois. I'm about three hours south of Chicago, which is almost its own state. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my friend lived in, what was it? Bloomingdale? And their city sign says, we're next to normal? No, that's Bloomington. Bloomington. I'm about I'm, I'm about four, uh, 50 minutes from Bloomington. I'm closer to Champaign-Urbana. Okay. Well, next to normal. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Pretty much. I love that. I, I can tell we're going to get along real well. Thanks so much, Ed. Oh. Have a great night, sir. All right. You too. Take care and tell all your fans and followers that find me on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. I'm sure there's... Uh, actually, you know, I always have people plug those, so why should I not give you the respect of that? Plug your Facebook website, anything, or anyone, if you have a store where they can find pictures, whatever, tell everyone where they can find you. Appreciate it. All right, we'll talk. All righty, thanks a lot, Ed. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty, guys, I really appreciate the time we just had. Uh, we actually went about seven minutes more than I uh, originally believed with Ed Gale. Uh, such a great guy. I never really understood why people have to have stigmas with <clears throat> the way you look, the way your height is. I mean, what's it matter? I mean, I'm six foot four. This guy is, uh, you know, the complete opposite of me, yet we have the same issues. Um, his, of course, is more prevalent than mine. Um, he's also much, much older. Uh, well, not much. I'll say 20-some years older than I am. Uh, so that, that uh, will also have an effect on it. We, this, I haven't done this in a long time. We actually have another show coming up uh, in a couple of minutes. I'm talking with uh, Brian K. Morris, a dear friend of mine. We're continuing... Uh, <clears throat> our virtual SoCon uh, with Brian K. Morris. SoCon actually was supposed to start 
Uh, it was going to be September 11th, I remember. I can't, uh, yeah, it would have actually been starting Friday, and it would have been Friday and Saturday uh, at least, uh, probably Sunday as well. So going to be missing my con family. So Brian Morris will be joining us in just a couple of moments. Big thanks to Ed Gale, and you guys can always find us at jianetwork.com and on Anchor, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and about 20 other networks. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great night.